Star Wars 7x7 episode 1821 today. Let's seal it up, shall we? Let's talk about Darth Vader's first attempt to pierce the veil of time and bring Padme Amidala back from the dead. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. So we are recapping the Fortress Vader story arc in the Dark Lord of the Sith comic series. This is Darth Vader series 2. That's another way of looking at it from a certain point of view. And these are issues 22 through 25 if you're keeping score at home. So this part involves what Lord Momin, a Dark Lord of the Sith, an ancient one at that, tried to do with his horrible dark side powers and how badly it went and how he came to be a helmet and also what happens when he helps Vader build a fortress in order to harness and tune the dark side energies and the locus that is present on Mustafar. So, Briefly, Momin's history is that he was basically a terrible person and decided that if you created something and people didn't feel anything, then you'd failed as an artist, but he wanted to create horrific things because the very first emotions we can feel are pain and fear, and so he wanted to bring people back to that sort of animal nature and people imprisoned him for it. Surprise, surprise, based on things he did. And he decided that his real audience was the Force, not all the random people in the galaxy. He had been rescued from prison by a Lady Shah, who was a you know, darksider who took him on as an apprentice, but he didn't want to be an apprentice, so like most Sith, he killed his master and decided he would create a monument to the dark side of the Force, which involved building a giant engine, a powerful weapon-like engine, that would turn a city to ash, but as it was about to do it and as all the people there realized their doom, he was going to pour his considerable dark force powers into the engine so that the flow of time would stop and this entire city would be frozen in terror for eternity. This would be his monument to the dark side of the force. And naturally those pesky Jedi showed up and ruined his plans and the city was turned to ash anyway, but the moment was not captured, freeze, frozen, freeze, flashed, flash frozen in time. And ultimately he was destroyed in the process. His spirit was contained in his helmet. How convenient. And his spirit was also very architecturally minded, apparently, because he was able to design multiple designs for Vader's fortress in order to properly tune the dark side energies on Mustafar. But there's a rather comical series of of events where the design isn't quite right. And so in one case, it actually is so powerful that it creates mind splinters, which I thought was a neat little reference back all the way to Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which was the very first expanded universe novel that was ever published and was going to be the sequel to the original Star Wars movie if it had not done well at the box office. But be that as it may, it puts me in mind of that scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail where the guy is talking about building a castle in a swamp and how people told him he was a fool to do it. 
And the first one sunk into the swamp. And the second one sunk into the swamp. And the third one sunk into the swamp. And the fourth one caught fire and then sunk into the swamp. But the fifth one, you know, so it was very much like that with Fortress Vader. <laughs> it was the fifth design that caused the mind splinters. And Vader apparently at that point had had enough, killed the body that the Momin was possessing and had to put the helmet on someone else. The sixth design got destroyed by dark side lightning and another body got killed. The seventh design also got destroyed by regular lightning apparently and another body got killed. And then the next one got destroyed by lava and <laughs> it's just this continuing sequence of various castles getting destroyed and different bodies that Momin is possessing as a result. And by the time the eighth one is destroyed, Momin's saying, um, yeah, at this point, I can see where you might be suffering from a crisis of confidence, but I assure you the ninth one, and Vader says, however this goes, there won't be a tenth. And so it turns out the ninth one is the one that actually does it. But in the meantime, the Mustafarians have been feeling the life fire or the end fire effects, I should say. And the planet has been you know, roiling and they have attributed it, of course, to what's happening with Vader and Momin. And they decide to attack the fortress in progress, which ultimately when they get to the one that works, they're able to open a portal, open a door across the veil of time with the help of the dark side of the force. And at the worst possible time, <laughs> Vader's Imperial continue has to interrupt and say, um, we're surrounded by Mustafarians and there's way more than we can handle. To which Vader has to say, bah, and close the door of the veil of time until a moment to stay put while he goes and deals with the veil, you know, with the Mustafarians. But of course, Momin, that deceitful sucker that he is, opens up the veil of time and resurrects himself. And so now he gets his own dark side body back. And while this is going on, there are also moments with the Imperial troopers where they're, you, know, you get little asides from them going, here we go again with the next attempt to open a veil of time, a doorway to pierce the veil of time, or officers outside going, man, this is another setback. This is going to take us weeks to fix. Oh, brother. Like there's a lot of just, you know, what's going on with regular people that was kind of funny too. Anyway, so big surprise, Vader defeats Momin, but Momin says that there's no way that Vader is going to be able to get Padme back because he has not been trained to serve the dark side. He thinks the dark side is working in service to him and that's where his fault is and that the Sith have become weaklings because of their obsession with the Jedi. So he is certain that Vader is not going to be able Able to bring Padme back from the dead. Anyway, Momin is dispatched, and in the final issue of the arc, Vader goes on a very you know, strange, trippy spirit journey through the Veil of Time, which I will detail at you know, some level, <laughs> at least after the break here. So stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that needs to reach a dedicated audience of Star Wars fans, or you know somebody who does, then you might want to reach out to me. <laughs> I've got a show that reaches thousands of people between the audio version, the video version, and our social media channels, and I'd love to find out how I can help you with your business ventures, too. Just reach out at sw7x7.com sponsors, that's plural, S-P-O-N-S-O-R-S, that's sw7x7.com sponsors, and let's see how we can work together. Thank <laughs> you.
Welcome back. So Vader manages to pierce the veil of time and goes walking through this interesting landscape. And it's basically the Mustafarian landscape. It's almost like the world between worlds in a way that was shown in Star Wars Rebels where you could decide to drop into any point in time, essentially. But in this particular one, Vader is looking at moments of his life. So he's seeing his mother pregnant with him. He's seeing him pod racing. He's seeing him building C-3PO. He's seeing moments where, you know, he's uh, on the terrace with Padme or about to head into the arena from Attack of the Clones, like moments like that. And then he gets to a point where he arrives at a Jedi temple and all of the Jedi are there, including Yoda. Like, so there are a dead Jedi, there are living Jedi who are there and he has a crazy battle with them and manages to defeat them all. And as all of these different scenes are going on, like there are little boxes with dialogue and echoes of things like now this is pod racing and uh, we are encouraged to love and, you know, things like that. And as he finishes off all the Jedi, there's actually, you know, a box that says, or a series of boxes that say, let the past die, kill it if you have to, which of course is the line from Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi. So it's kind of interesting to see that echoed here with his grandfather's experience inside this place beyond time. And so once Vader gets up the steps to this place, he actually gets to a terrace where Padme is waiting for him and he says, hey, I can bring you with me. Come on, I've done it, let's go. I can save us both. And she says, you know, you're not Anakin. I don't know you. Anakin Skywalker is dead. And then her face turns all weird, nightmarish. And she goes tumbling off the terrace. He tries to save her, but some giant dark side lightning strike comes down and completely shatters her. And there's, of course, a bunch of no, 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 no situations. And ultimately, he falls back out of the time portal and is back in real space again. And that is the end of his messing with the Veil of Time from that perspective. So eventually, he gets back in touch with Palpatine, who says, Ah, it's been a while. I was thinking I was going to have to get a new <laughs> apprentice and come back home. I've got work for you. And Vader says, soon, I'll come home soon. And Palpatine says, all right, so, you know, it looks like you've learned something. Like, what have you learned on Mustafar? Have you gotten the answers that you were seeking? And Vader shuts off the transmission and just mutters a silent yes to the outside world of Mustafar. What that yes actually means who knows? Of course, it's left open to interpretation, but based on seeing Vader immortal, it suggests that he is under the understanding that, yes, he can pierce the veil of time. Yes, there is a way to bring Padme back from the dead, and that for whatever reason, he wasn't able to do it that time, but that there may be other ways to do it, because, hey, if he got to talk to her once, he's probably going to be able to be able be able to be able <laughs> to do it again. And there you go. That's the wrap up on Fortress Vader and Vader's first attempt to pierce the veil of time and bring Padme back to life. And that's going to do it for this episode as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademarks and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.